You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to Chamomile Conversations. Darling, this is Chamomile tea. Oh, lovely. Everybody, welcome to the third episode of Chamomile Conversations. It's your girl Cassie. Thank you so much for joining me, you guys, for the third episode. We in the building. Like, I appreciate, you know, all you guys' support for these past couple episodes. This week is a little different. You know, we have a guest in the building. Hey, yeah. <laughs> What's up? What it do? So I'm gonna let him go ahead and introduce himself. Tell him who you are. Okay, you, know. you already know, pretty oh, boy brother. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> what it do, baby? What it do? What it do? Thank you for having me. Of course, you're welcome. So, um, you guys, so yeah, Juice is gonna be joining us for the top, like for the conversation this week. So he's gonna weigh in on the topics, the conversation, the self care, all that. So you know this episode is a treat for you guys and i told y'all you know i was going to try to be bringing some of my people on here so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode definitely let me know what you guys think what you know tell me if you think juice is funny or not he i i, I told him he i, I, I funny, you know don't, I, <laughs> don't lie to the people i am funny he i you know gas me up guys. gas me up also another disclaimer you guys you know we're <laughs> Still in our beginning stages over here, so we're sharing with Mike. So if the audio's a little low, just crank it up a little bit, you know, it's no thing. Um, and yeah, let us know what you guys think about the episode this week. So we're going to dive right in to the topics, all right? So this one, this first topic is uh, one I saw, I saw this on Twitter um, this past week. Whew, and the internet, you guys, flamed this young lady. So this girl from... Uh, I went and looked back on the profile and everything, and so the girl's from London. And the tweet says, I have the direct quote. It says, if you go clubbing and don't end up on a table or in VIP, sorry to break it to you, but you're not pretty. So, <laughs> <laughs> so her it, her mentions were on Flame On, like, People were coming for her left and right. There was not one person that I saw in the mentions that I agreed, you know, that agreed with her. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I know people kind of have that mentality where it's like, you know, they kind of pride themselves on having pretty girl privilege, which is cool. That's fine. But when you use it, I personally feel like, you know, when you use it to kind of um, like shit on other women or girls or whatever, and be like, like you could have your pretty, privi- pretty girl privilege on your own. Like I feel like every girl at one point have experienced, or most girls at one point have experienced some aspect of pretty girl privilege. And that's another thing too. And you can chime in at any point, Mister Juice. But I'm just saying, like, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have you it. You gonna let me finish? <laughs> All right. But I feel like so most people think pretty girl privilege is like. Random dudes like buying your drinks at the club, or like inviting you to their section, or even buying stuff for you. And I feel like to me that doesn't really constitute pretty girl privilege, because even like regular girls can have stuff like that done for them. Like to me, it's not a thing, and it's definitely not something to shit on other women about. So I kind of wanted to get a dude's perspective because girls have their own perspective on this again, which is why the young lady decided to bring this up. And got flamed for it. But (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, so what do you think as a guy, like what pretty pretty girl privilege means and like, like in, the, in a club setting? I mean, in this situation, <laughs> she was talking about club because she said if you're not invited to a table at a VIP, then you're not pretty. Sorry to break it to you. I mean, but most guys they do do that with like girls though. They're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you know, come to my section, blah 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 blah. Right. And then, like the ugly friend try to come and no 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 but they don't shy away the ugly friend because if it's like a group of three or four girls and three of them are bad and one is ugly they're still gonna invite all of them because they know they're not gonna okay the, true right that is so true. so th- does that girl get to also claim oh pretty girl privilege or it's like but also that to me beauty also also is subjective that but is true I think it it just depends on like um like the guys and the girl. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if the guy's trying to, like, invite a girl, he's probably trying to holler. Right. Or whatever. And then right. the girls are like, oh, I just want free drinks. Right, just, right. Make me lit. Right. <laughs> and I feel like that's how most girls look at it. Like, you know, if I've had a situation where it's like, oh, me and my girls are out and some dude that we never met before invited, invited him to our section or, you know, bought us drinks or whatever – I don't see it like, oh, my gosh, that means I'm prettier than every bitch in here or prettier than every girl in here. <laughs> I just see it as like, oh, so we don't have to buy drinks. Oh, we have some place to sit down, you know? And I feel like that's how most sensible people would look Is at it. Is that so? <laughs> Is that so? That's you don't have to buy drinks. You don't have to you buy have drings. To, you have a place to sit down. Is <laughs> that so? Look. But that's facts. That's facts. I feel like that's how most girls look at it. Like, I know girls who, like I said, won't even go out if they don't have somebody's section to sit in already. But it's like... Wow! I, <laughs> Talk about pretty girl. This is privilege. not the game. This is just common sense. I feel like Come so. On, don't hate the player, hate the game. Right? I guess because it's not girls that are in the clubs buying sections unless it's like their birthday or something. Like okay, so what about like dudes? Should, should I just go to the club and be like, oh, if I don't get invited to a section, I'm ugly or something like that? No, because it's guys that are dominating the sections, like. But I feel like this could be for anything. Like, this specific situation that this girl was talking about was for the clubs. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, you could be anywhere and get some aspect of what is, quote, unquote, pretty girl privilege. Like, you can go somewhere and, like, some stranger will buy your coffee just because you're cute or whatever. And you could say that's pre- pretty girl privilege. You don't know if that person is just being kind or you don't – or even if they do think you're pretty, does that mean, like – Oh, I'm the finest bitch in here because they brought me they bought me some coffee and it was a grand day. It wasn't even a tall. You know, he bought the he balled out, you know, type shit. So I don't know. I just thought that was like really kind of weird. And but I feel like some people would just take whatever they can to feel like they leveled up on somebody mm-hmm. or like one up on somebody, but mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have any That's cause y'all girls is petty, that's why. No. Yeah. That one girl was petty. Cause I have never Looked like, oh, I have never had a situation where I used, like, my pretty girl privilege to shit on another girl or another female. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not that, it's not that serious. Like, you know, and in, in the comments. I wish I saw the comments because I, I didn't even Yeah, in the comments, they were just like, oh, imagine were feeling like. Like a bird? Pretty much. And, like, <laughs> basically, like, men will stick it in anything. So imagine feeling like you're superior to other women because somebody invited you to their section. Because most of the time they think that, like, oh, because they're trying to smash or whatever. And sometimes, yes, that is the case. But it's like imagine feeling superior to other women because some dude, some random dude wants to smash you, you know, type stuff. So that's kind of how some people are looking oh at it. My no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We can't have fun. No, I, I you said free drinks in the place to sit. Now it's smashing. No, but, hey. no, no, no. But that's what people were saying in the comments. Okay, that like 
that she was feeling superior basically for no reason because that's nothing to feel superior about. Like male attention so is not something just, to feel superior to the next woman about. So technically, she was just flying like, "Oh, I got in a section and you didn't." No, no, no. Her, 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 like I guess her normal is her going out to the club or to whatever and like getting VIP or getting uh, sent to somebody's table because she's pretty, quote unquote. Like that was her. That's that's what she claimed as her oh, normal. So she, she so conceded, she's saying kind of pretty much because she's saying if you don't, if that doesn't happen to you, then you're not pretty. Sorry to break it to you. That's so, basically what so the what tweet if, said. Like, the one day, like she goes and she just meets some Yoruba demon and is like, well, I guess that's gonna be a slice of humble pie. But I guess she doesn't see it that way. But I'm just like, regardless of how this one girl feels, I'm just like. PSA, like your pretty girl privilege or whatever access it gives you. Because I feel like, again, most people probably experience that shit to one extent or another. But exactly. So I'm just like, that's not a way for you to, to, to shit on your fellow woman or like shit on the next person. Cause like at the end of the day, that's nothing, you know? So Mm -hmm. boom. So I just wanted to talk about that. So she just wanted accolades in the club. She just wanted accolades in the club. She just wanted to feel bad and bougie, I guess. Mm. So the next topic we're going to talk about is bringing... We low-key should have started with the self-care topic, but it's okay. We'll get to it. But bringing cultural cultural food to work. Hey! And I know you just had an experience with this. This is fresh. <laughs> like, it happened today, like, fresh. Huh? Okay, let me give y'all a story. Oh, by the way, y'all, we're sipping some... Wait, what are we sipping? Uh... Glorious, Glorious strawberry margarita, margarita from HEB. Put y'all on a little bit, you know. This 13.9% is 13.9% for $12. Mm-hmm. HEB, if you're out there, sponsor Period. Us. You feel me? Okay. So, anywho, <laughs> back to the conversation. Mm-hmm. What? So, I was at lunch. Simple, regular, regular spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Like tomato sauce, whatever, noodles. Mm-hmm. And I just work with nothing but like Oyibos and yeah. all that. So, like. That's not even cultural food. Right. So it's, it's, it's even scaring me to, like, if I bring, like, fried rice, moi, mm-hmm. moi something. Like, right. I'm done. <laughs> You're finished. A goosey soup, I'm done. They're going to, like, fry me and be like, oh, shit, it stinks in here. So, <laughs> so I'm over here eating spaghetti, and, mm-hmm. like, one of my colleagues or whatnot, she comes up behind my shoulder, and she's like, hey, what you eating? <laughs> and I was like, wow. Like, Damn near, like, behind my ears, like, right. eating. Um, regular like, spaghetti. Regular spaghetti, and it's interesting. Imagine going up for prego, like, hey. doing the most because of ragu. And that's why I never eat in the break room. <laughs> I never eat in the break room. So I'm, I'm always, like, like eating out and all that stuff. So, yeah. like, for the, uh, the first time in, shoot, however many years I finally bring my lunch, this is how they treat me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not bringing my lunch back again to that place. <laughs> Tomorrow going to Wendy's. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Spaghetti? Spaghetti? See? Imagine Jalof. That's what I'm like, saying, but, I mean, you feel that way, but, I mean, then again, I've always worked in, like, diverse environments where it's, like, mixed crowds. Like, I've never really worked somewhere where it's predominantly, like, white, but I feel like even if I did, I'm going to eat. Like, if I had some bomb Jalof the night before, I brought, like, uh, rice before, I bought... Okay, I don't be bringing swallow. I ain't gonna lie. 
I don't bring swallow. <laughs> I don't bring swallow no, to work. Know what that is. No, swallow. everybody knows what swallow no, they is. Don't. No, they don't. Okay, y'all comment or uh, reply to the podcast. Let me know if you know what swallow is. Like, just no. a definition of swallow. That's just sound nasty. Nigerian food. Swallow is the general name. Why if you is don't it know, not yam or no. Fufu? I right. could call it I could call it pounded yam, I could no. call it fufu, but it's not no. always pounded yam because pounded yam is eon. I sometimes eat gary with it, okay. or some people eat oak fufu or amala. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about I say swallow as in like the umbrella term no, for it. No, I rem- told you remember, you don't have to call no, it that. No, no. You don't have to call I, it that. No, I call it that. Remember the story when I said when I was at the gym and this old guy came up to me and Solon was like, Do you guys swallow? I, I almost, <laughs> almost laughed at this man. Like, what are you saying? I remember the what story. Are you saying? But, no, but now you know. I'm telling you that the okay. umbrella term for eating, like you know, hmm. f- soup and that's definitely Igbo. It's not Igbo. It's Everybody, Ebo. Ca- a lot of people call it swallow. Uh-huh. You just never heard it before. I ain't never heard it. But anyways, I'm I may not bring swallow to I'm work because swallow swa- swallow is really aggressive. Swallow is really aggressive to bring to the workplace. I'm not gonna lie. But at the end of the day, if that's what you want, go for it. Like, who's gonna pop you? That's- if they try you, go to HR. That's on period. That's it. <laughs> But that's true though. But once you bring like that rice and stew, and you know how like everybody say the meat for last, yeah, you ain't gonna eat no. Chicken You're not with eating no it with your fork. Period. Like you listen. There is one life. In, <laughs> <laughs> there is one life on this earth to live. If you want to chop chop your food, like if you want to eat it with your hands, even if you want to, even if you want to eat it with your elbows, <laughs> eat it with your elbows. In corporate America, so they could be like, oh, okay, oh, true. Oh, look, look at this boy. No, but they have no right to do that. That's your cultural Three dish. people came up to me because of spaghetti. But that's your cultural dish. So imagine me eating rice and stew and chicken bone all in my mouth. That's that's fine. That's your cultural dish. If they try you, you can go to HR mm-hmm. and, f- and say you were being Ooh, oppressed. Hmm. That's fine. If somebody wants to... Listen, I've smelled smelly foods. And I'm just like... I've seen like... Oh, some Asian people, for example, would bring some like right or some a dish that's not really pleasing to my smell. But I'm not going to like... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna press them for it because I too have seen that struggle. Like I too have, I know that struggle as a cultured as a cultured person. Mm-hmm. So I never press somebody for that. So people who don't know anything outside of hot dogs and spaghetti are gonna oppress you for your cultural food. But that's not your business because you gotta eat. And if that's what you know how to make at home, or that's what you make at home, you have every right to eat that at the workplace. But then, no, like. We're all sharing the same microwave, so I don't want my skin to I smell don't like, care. Like you feel me? That's fine. That's a fair assessment, but I, I just don't feel that way. We can have differing, you know, different opinions <laughs> on it. But me, I'm going to eat. Because I still remember, I still vividly remember this time where I was in um, daycare when I was, like, really little. Like, maybe, like, around kindergarten age. <laughs> Bro. <that? laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I brought malt to school. And you know, malt looks like it's like in a beer bottle. Yeah, like and these people is. were oppressing me. <laughs> <laughs> these people were oppressing me. Like the teachers were walking by, they kept looking at me. I was like, hey, huh? I didn't, like, again, I was super small. Malt is all I've ever known. I never knew that there was anything wrong with malt. So I'm just like, bro, huh? Like, what are these people looking at me? And so one teacher came up to me with concern, and I told my mom, but I'm just like, it's malt, like... What your mama say? If they like, they can taste test it. They know there's no alcohol in it. They can look at it. So I, I didn't get in trouble or anything, but I'm just like, why would a kindergarten person be here drinking beer? Like, use your common sense. Use your common sense. Use your common sense. <laughs> use your common sense. <laughs> so, but yeah, like, ever since... I mean, and my, like, my mom has always made cultural dishes, so for me, it was never, like, 
a situation where I felt out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Unless, like you said, somebody be like, oh, it's stanky here. <laughs> like, <laughs> Flashbacks. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing though. That's yeah. a flashback. It Jeez. is a flashback because you know, it's just how it goes. But y'all, let me know what y'all think. Have y'all bought cultural dishes in the food and had like negative reactions? Like based off smell. Like, based off of smell alone, even looks smell. too. Because our food don't be looking that appetizing. I'm not gonna lie. You know, we're used to it, but I guess to the untrained eye, it could look really somehow. So. Let us know if you've had any positive or negative experiences with bringing your cultural dishes into work, and especially like in corporate life. So, boom, we're going to go ahead and shimmy on to the next topic, which is our self-care topic for the week. So, yes. (laughs) So, I actually didn't know either. It's either self-care awareness month. This month of September, or I know for sure that this week is self-care week or self-care awareness week. So this week I wanted to touch on um, body dysmorphia. And I'm sure most people know what it is, but to those who do not, I'm going to read you guys a quick definition, courtesy of wikipedia.com. And I don't think that's a valuable source, but that's fine. They told us that in high school, and it's okay a lot because Wikipedia has valuable information. Uh So, period. So, body dysmorphic disorder, which is also called BDD and also called dysmorphobia, is a mental disorder characterized by the obsessive idea that some aspect of one's own body part or appearance is severely flawed and therefore warrants exceptional measures to hide or fix one's dysmorphic part on one's figure. If the flaw is actual, its importance is severely exaggerated. Either way, thoughts about the dysmorphia are pervasive and intrusive and may occupy several hours a day. So I know that body dysmorphia can take like several different forms. Like some people may feel they're too skinny. Some people may think they're too fat and they obsess about it. Some people may obsess about, you know, their nose. And even sometimes stuff like this may not have even been pointed out by other people. And the person tech, you know, tends to just kind of nitpick stuff about themselves just out of their own, you know, insecurity insecurity about it. Or, again, with, like, it being a social media age and people kind of comparing themselves to, you know, Insta models who, you know, undergo multiple surgeries or edit their pictures to extensive lengths they kind of um, tend to compare themselves to those people because they see that these are the people who get attention who don't really have opposition who lead lives that they probably want to lead and kind of compare themselves to that so that's kind of what I want kind of what I want to touch on today and I want to ask you Uh (laughs) (laughs) no because we're having a real conversation here you know so Yeah, so have you had, like, your issues with, like, body dysmorphia and just feeling like you're either comparing yourself, not like, you know, how we typically compare ourselves to other people on social media by, like, you know, finances or, like, success or whatever, but, But like, just, like, like, just looks your body. Yeah. I feel like everybody does. Mm -hmm. I know for me, mine was, like, you know, like, my teeth. My teeth be looking like (laughs) the gate gate man. (laughs) Not the gate man. Overlapping. (laughs) I got to get braces, y'all. Somebody pay for me. Anywho, but yeah, yeah, I feel like everybody do have that. Um, I also have a few other ones, but it's just like, it's just random insecurities. Mm-hmm. There's nothing crazy or anything, but in my mind, 
it's like just fully blown right for some odd reason and i've been trying to work on that lately mm-hmm. and also <laughs> you know how you've been on instagram everybody posts like their best picture yeah I'm gonna start posting bummy pictures like, you see me in the, <laughs> right in, in right the streets. normalize regular pictures man for real if you see me in the streets you're not yeah. startled yeah especially on a bummy day yeah I feel like with me, my, as far as like social media goes, my body dysmorphia kind of started with maybe probably Snapchat before Instagram because Snapchat. Oh, with the filters? Yes. Filters were like such a big thing where it's like literally every video picture I posted had to have a filter on it or I wasn't posting it or like I used them so much to where it's like I couldn't even take a regular picture before I started like nitpicking myself to death. And it made me feel some type of way to the point where I stopped using filters altogether and to a point where I stopped even using Snapchat altogether. I don't even use Snapchat anymore. Same. I deleted it. Yeah. I don't even use it anymore because I'm like, and the filters were so crazy because it's like they made your skin lighter. They made your nose smaller, your lips smaller, or like your lips bigger. But it's like the filters wouldn't fit the lips. So it made it seem like something was wrong. If you had fuller lips, it would add eyelashes on you. Like, And this is obviously no shade or anything of the sort to people who use those type of filters because, I mean, they're fun, but it's like, you know, when you're going, it's like when you find something wrong with taking a picture of your regular self, like as you are, and you don't necessarily have to post it, but if you take a regular picture of yourself where you feel like you could be feeling pretty, right? Mm -hmm. You can feel pretty. You can feel like you did, you had a good makeup day and you take a picture with a regular camera and all of a sudden feel like, you ain't shit or like you're not pretty and that's a lie and it's like okay you're like no I have to put a filter on it and now all of a sudden you feel like you're pretty now like to me that's something I really had to like stay away from because it was really affecting me like on a deep level like I was not taking regular pictures I wasn't posting any regular pictures like to me none of them none of them were good enough by itself like I have to put a filter on it you know (laughs) (laughs) slap a filter on that thing like (laughs) for me it was low-key no top no post like if I had no top y'all niggas ain't gonna see me on no social media but once I get that top I'm out here I mean excuse me I think girls are the same way too like if your hair's not done you're not allowed to be posting pictures out here so I'm here to debunk the myth like, you know how, like, girls be like, oh, uh, my makeup is equivalent to, like, guys and their haircuts? Mm-hmm. BS. It's BS to me. Um, it's BS. And you know it's BS. Controversy. Makeup? No, because, no, haircuts be transforming y'all. Like, for real. What you mean? That's what I'm saying. So, makeup is the same because makeup transforms girls, too. But it's natural. Haircut is natural. Haircut is not natural because if you let your ha- your hair grow out as in, in mm-hmm. its natural state, you wait, would wait, be. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold some of y'all would be sauceless. Wait, 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 sauceless. Hold on. So hold you're hold saying on. no? You're saying the, it's the natural. The pimples state? that I have, the acne no. scars that I have, after a top, they're still there, aren't they? Exactly. That's fine. No, but just like how a girl's eyebrows can transform her face. If a girl has bushy eyebrows her whole life or whatever, and then she gets them arched for the first time, or even like regularly, because everybody knows like. For girls, if you want to compare stuff, getting your eyebrows waxed is like getting a haircut. It completely shape, reshapes and transforms your face. So it's the same thing for a guy, especially if you get like a lineup on your beard. Like you've seen it, like those transformation videos on like Twitter and stuff where a guy will come in looking mad homeless, like looking like (laughs) 
like he's ho- very homely, very like like he's never had a chop in his life. And then he'll get a chop, and people will be like, "Damn, like who's this? Like oh my god, he turned into daddy, like type stuff." So I'm just Hello, like, well. that's what it, that's what I be seeing. So I'm just like, you be telling niggas, I don't oh, be, be t- turning into daddy. <laughs> no, that's what you be saying? no, I tell you what I see. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm telling you what I see, well, like on the from your own no, okay, from my perspective, but when from my perspective, it's like it does look like a transformation. Mm-hmm. So like with guys, it's the same thing. Like if you see a before and after of a of a woman who doesn't have who has like a plain face yeah. and then like she transforms with makeup, it's kind of the same thing. Like it completely, you know, transforms your face or your d- appearance. So yeah. Okay. So. I'm sorry about that. My apologies for uh, <laughs> derailing the subject. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, body dysmorphia is like super real, guys. And I just want to implore y'all, like, I know everybody suffers from it at one point. It's bad enough that we compare ourselves to people based on, like, success or the things that they have, like materialistic things. But to also be comparing your bodies to people who, number one, aren't even happy, who probably were suffering from do- body dysmorphia themselves and some and y'all fail to realize too that some people do get these surgeries and still have body dysmorphia like they're still unhappy like we see the stories where it's like people go undergo several rounds of surgery because they just are not satisfied and they're basing that solely off of what is acceptable in society or what they think gets more attention or what they think people like or men like or women like you know so it's just important to realize that no like no, even if you got all the things that you fixed, like even if you were fat and you turned smaller or you were smaller and you wanted to gain weight and you gained that weight, none of it's going to matter unless like you're really happy with yourself. Mm-hmm. So definitely like if that's you, cause like I said, that's been me, that's been Jasper, like that's been all of us. And it's not like a one quick fix thing. Like it's something you have to continuously work time, on. Man. Yeah. Because the social media is not going away. Badder bitches are going to continue being bad bitches. Like, you know, none of that stuff is going to go away. Like, you have to be securing yourself and, like, you know, what you do. And also have value outside of, like, your appearance. Have value outside of your appearance. And it's, like, the confidence will come. Like, some people say you have to fake it till you make it. Sometimes I agree with that. But it's, like, it's better that you do the inward, like, the internal work so that that confidence is authentic. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. And that you're not comparing yourself to people that you see on the internet. Because I've seen people, like, I've seen how some of these, you know, YouTubers and stuff, like, edit their photos that they post on Instagram. And I know that it looks like, oh, my gosh, they're just good photographers. Or they're really, you know, flawless photographers. But they'll slap, like, millions of edit, or Not millions. That's dramatic. <laughs> but I was about to, I was about to fly <laughs> you just now. Like, millions? Okay. But they slap, like, several edits and, like, you know, twists and turns, like, Facetune is crazy, too. Like, so many people, it's, like, it's a lot that goes into a lot of these pictures that we see on a daily basis. So don't let that dwindle your confidence in yourself. Don't let that make you feel like, you know, you're on the on the bottom of a totem pole or anything. What's for you is for you. So, you know, just walk in that, believe in that, believe in yourself, you know, believe in your confidence, and work at it daily. Like, it's not easy. You know, you don't always have a bad bitch day or a day where you feel like you that guy or whatever, but you I'm know that nigga every day, regardless. <laughs> regardless. That's the attitude, you know. But you know, you just gotta, you know, believe in your sauce or whatever. Believe in your sauce and kind of walk in that and move in that. So, if y'all have any stories to share, like with your body dysmorphia, or, like journeys to where it's like you overcame that, definitely share. Um, as usual, guys, the inbox is 
uh, chamomile conversations at gmail.com. Y'all can also DM me on Twitter. My thing, um, not my thing, my handle and stuff will be in the show notes. So you guys take a look. Let me know what you guys think and, you know, y'all's feedback. So we're going to move on to the pop culture segment. So we're going to talk about our music and our movies for this week. As you guys know from, if you listen to the last episode, um, I'm still working on the new book that I um, just reviewed, well not reviewed, but the, the, the book that I told y'all I would start reading, which is how to, how to Be a Badass at Making Money by Jen Cicero. So I'm still working on that, so I don't have a book of the week for you guys, but we're just going to go ahead and move into music and movies. So, for me, um, my girl Summer Walker has been coming out with some heat. Um, she came out with a single a couple weeks ago called "Playing Games." Um, so uh, that was a repeat. Yeah, no that that song is fire, and I'm so glad she already adjusted like for her album. Her album, her new album, com- I think it's her debut album, because I think the first no like, no no like the one that just drops. Mm-mm, it comes out October the fourth. I think that blue one is like an EP, and so is that gray one. I can't remember the names of it. Y'all know what I'm talking about, I hope. But um, she drops an album on October the 4th. Yeah, and she said the songs are there on there are going to be longer. So she said she listened to us, and the songs are going to be longer. Because y'all know she's good for having like a solid two minutes or a minute 50 and calling it a day. So I'm really excited. So she dropped, yeah, the song is called Playing Games. It's really good. And mm-hmm. and she dropped a song last night. Well, when this episode drops, it'll be two nights ago. Um, and it's called Stretch You Out. So that one is really good as well. Like, I don't know. She just makes really relatable music. And I really, you know, mess with her vision. Like, I know she may seem, her music may seem basic to some people, but it really is relatable and it hits home for a lot of people. So I feel like her music gives people the feeling now that Drake used to give us back in the day. Whoa, so, <laughs> cause you know how people used to await like a Drake release because they're like, oh, I'm about to be my feelings. You know, I feel like how people used to have that feeling for Drake is what people feel now for Summer Walker. Like people love in my feelings music. So that is true. And we don't even be going through nothing. Don't even be going through nothing. <laughs> Just like when we were kids, like we be, Huh? Listening to the saddest songs. Remember that song, uh, Peaches and Cream. Yeah, <laughs> didn't know what we were singing. Even Emotions by Destiny Child catered to you. Did we know what we were catering to? We didn't know nothing. I was catering to them dishes. Catering to them dishes. Catering to that bathtub, man. Sheesh. Hey, we, hey, we grew up bad. We grew. <laughs> no, when I listen, sometimes when I when I play back songs from my childhood, I'm just like, so I was singing these lyrics and nobody stopped me. <laughs> like I was really playing this music, like, and nobody was monitoring me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody had that little emo state. When they yes. Went to, like, emo oh music. my gosh, when people listen like Linkin Park and uh, Paramore. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. Wow, that's childish. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last uh, music suggestion is again, you guys follow me on my Apple Music. It is King at King Cassie. That's at K I N G C A S S I E. And the playlist is Afro is Afro Vibe. So I've been putting my playlist, that's my playlist. I curated it. I've been putting it on repeat. It's been banging in the gym, it's been banging in the car. So take a listen. So you just gonna front like I ain't throw no gems into that playlist. What gym did you throw in there? Okay, hold on, let me pull it up. <laughs> I, 
I definitely put in like 10 songs. Don't gas yourself. No, I need to look at it I then. definitely put 10 songs. I need to see with my own two eyes. No, I need to see with my own two eyes. Zip focus. Give the people your song, Biko. Or your your album, you said it was. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is DJ Envy. Mm-mm. So my song suggestion, or album, actually, rather, it mm-hmm. is by Lily Rain. Mm-hmm. So it's L-I-L-Y space R-A-Y-N-E, and it's Femme. Mm-hmm. And that album is crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. I know. I listened to it when I was trying to assemble that bike in my uh, backyard, and it mm-hmm. was fire. It was flames, y'all. It's crazy. I can attest. Sheesh. And then I don't think I have any other ones. I just what do you like? What do, what do you like about it? Why the people? Why should the people listen to it? Does it give you like a certain vibe? Um, I mean, I've never heard this girl in my life, and mm-hmm. I just randomly stumbled on her, and mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa! Mm-hmm. Like she's like really, really mainstream, but she's like on the low. Yeah. So I really like her though. Okay. Okay. And then for TV movies, you guys, I'm sorry. I don't. I personally don't have a new suggestion for you guys hmm. um, because... I'm going to let you finish. I'm ready. <laughs> as y'all know, I feel like I mentioned this before, but I'm an extreme office fanatic. I really don't watch anything else unless I'm, again, trying to catch up on what the people are watching. Um, I attempted actually to start Power this week because I started seeing way too many spoilers. So I started Power, but I'm only on episode one and I haven't even finished it. <laughs> No, but I'm not going to guess. It, it, it looks pretty good. I'm actually just excited for the, the series to be over because all the characters get on my nerves, like every single last one of them, except for maybe Proctor, but every single character gets on my nerves. So I'm just excited for this, the show to be over. I'm not going to watch any of the spinoffs. I'm so sorry. Won't be doing that. Um, but other than that, I've just been watching The Office on loop as usual. That's nothing new. As fucking usual. <laughs> I just like, started girl. over and over and over. I never got tired of it. Girls knows word for word. I know word for word, word for every word. episode, Jesus and Christ. I'm not ashamed. That show is the go. Everybody uh, who's seen it and loves it can attest. No, she's paying $9.99 on <laughs> Netflix just to watch The Office. I'm not paying for Netflix, but I would. I would just to watch The Office. But um, One show, $9. I will say month. one show, what I want to watch. Oh, I... Uh, also, and I know the the wedding party part two just uh, just released, but and I know a lot of y'all were excited about it, but I surely was. Y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. We tried to start that movie, and we saw that what the premise. <laughs> <laughs> we saw what the premise was about to be, and then I re- I looked closer at the 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 movie icon. And I was just like, no, they're not about to make this white girl a princess in a Nigerian movie. Huh? We only lasted like 30 seconds. Only 30 seconds. I'm just like, like, nah, I'm I'm kind of good on it. I'm not going to lie because I'm just, can we have the very few things that we have to ourselves, please? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I felt away. You know, I felt away. I'm not going to lie because I'm just like, this movie could have gone so many different ways. And I already knew what the movie was going to probably be about, so I wasn't really interested. I may watch it on, like, an off day or a really bored day, but other than that, I'm not, I don't really care too much for it. I'm never seeing that show <laughs> movie again. But if y'all have watched it, let me know. If y'all thought it was worth the watch, then I may check it out. But for now, I'm really good on those types of movies. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really good on it. So um, <clears throat> Also, I did attempt to start watching the Bill Gates um, show that just oh, came yeah, out on really Netflix. Really yeah, it's, like it. I'm I'm really interested to you know dive into that one. I didn't know. Well, I knew that he was a, a philanthrop- philanthropist, but 
the work, like the extensive work that he's done, they kind of go in depth on that show. So I kind of want to look in, uh, look a little bit more into that. So mm-hmm. let me know what you guys are watching. I'm gonna let Juice tell y'all what he's been on. What? And so I'm gonna correct you for what you th- that horrible mistake <laughs> that you made last week. <laughs> let me replay it for you guys. Hey guys, I've been watching this show from like Juice God. <laughs> it's called um, Top Man. <laughs> I think it's called Top Man. Top Man. Huh? <laughs> I was in the car screaming. It's, it's top boy, top boy. It's top boy. I was gonna. Well, I wasn't huh? gonna get there. Not that, that show. That show is so good. Like no boost. It's really like, good, you guys. Like three episodes in, boys put on a hoodie, his do rag, <laughs> and I was like, "You get me, fam? What? I'm trying to get to the piece, fam. <laughs> like what? UK slang. Oh all, my god. All in my vernacular. Like what? Oh my god, man, that show's too good. So, like, if you guys ain't seen Top Boy, you have to watch Top Boy. That show is crazy. Like I told y'all, it's it's basically a UK power, but the characters are a lot more likable. They're way more likable. Oh, man. <laughs> so they're definitely likable. Like you're gonna be in character talking about like like <laughs> I wore a hoodie and a do rag for character <laughs> development. You feel me? Get out! <laughs> get out! Like, come on, man. Hmm. Oh my god! You're telling me get out? Hmm. All right, fam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, bro. Man, I said what you be saying. What oh, I say? brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Okay, so again, let us know, you guys, what pop art y'all been into. I'm going to put Juice's recommendation on the playlist as well as my recommendation. So you guys check that out. That's going to be updated tomorrow or when y'all are listening to it, which is today. Um and yeah, let us know what you guys are watching, what you're listening to, what's like fire. You know, don't bring some mid. Don't bring no weak stuff. Don't bring no weak stuff. Like make sure it's fire because you know you got to sit down and watch some of these or listen to some of these. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we're gonna move on. I told y'all this week we got some submissions for questions, and they kind of fire. So I knew that's the main reason huh. why I wanted to. Birdman already. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> That's the main reason why I wanted to guess this episode because I wanted somebody to have some give and take with and help me answer some of these. So, and you know, have a girl and guy's perspective. So, um, we have a total of four questions this week. The first one is um, If a guy flies you out, are you obligated to stay with him in his house and or have sex with him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go first because I know your guys' perspective is. Good. This is like gear. I feel like it's I'm, not gear. I'm toward. the one percenter. Yeah, exactly. I'm so, the one percenter. So if a, if if a guy flies you out, are you obligated to stay with him in his house and or have sex wait, with him? Wait, wait, wait. It depends on where we flying to. Where we flying to? See here we here we freaking go. Are we international we or are we just flying to Austin? No. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold Austin on. Austin only like eighty dollars. International five hundred plus. What's up? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's up? So, okay. For I'm gonna speak from my perspective, like my individual perspective. Personally, wow. my my umbrella perspective is that you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. So. If a guy flies you out, whether it's to... Wait, wait, wait. But do you know why you're being flown out, right? It's, it's not we're gonna, to we're gonna, pa- okay, it's not, no, it's not, it's not to play patty We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. It's not to play patty no, cake. No, but regardless, right? Okay. I'm just going to say this. Regardless of whether it's to Boston or if it's to Bali, 
you don't have to do anything you want to do. You could even go out with the intention of smashing the dude. But if you get there and maybe you don't feel like it or you don't want to, then you don't have to. Like, he's not going to – well, I'm not going to say he's not going to kill you because men are some men are crazy. But, I mean, what like, what else can you do? But That's true. I think that if somebody does fire you out, the expectation is that you're going to smash them. Kiss like, on the cheek, right? Yeah, no, I'm saying his – the guy's uh, – uh, expectation almost always is that you're going to smash. But you could be going there for, for example, if you, okay, so if the guy flies you out to, uh, what's a pop-in destination in the U.S.? Miami. If a guy sends you, uh, what is it called, flies you out to Miami for a weekend, y'all about to turn up, drink, drinks, smoke, whatever, who cares, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, it's a possibility, sure, like depending on, what you're into or you know how but you, you feel like them though like that's an okay see that's what i'm talking about because my perspective right okay if i was in the position i'm not going anywhere with somebody i don't want to go with that's just me like whether that's a friend level whether that's a dating level guy level whatever i'm not going anywhere with somebody i don't want to be there with mm-hmm. so you know and i'm definitely not flying one-on-one with a guy like i don't have an attraction to if it's just like some dude that's like oh, hey, you know, like, let's say the dude wants to take me to Thailand. I've always wanted to go to, well, not always, but in my adult life, I wanted to go to Thailand. I would love to go there. But I'm just like, if it was some rando, like, that I don't care about, that I don't know, it's like, let's go to Thailand. Especially if it's one-on-one, number one, I'm already going to know what he wants and he's going to be expecting, and he's not going to get. And I'm not going to put myself in that risk because if he doesn't get what he wants or what he thinks he's going to get from me, he may kill me, he may leave me stranded there, he may do something or he may know some people out there that can handle me and do something like some crazy stuff so i'm not going period like mm-hmm. period you're definitely talking like you've seen john wick one two, no <laughs> Jesus Christ. no but i'm not willing to put myself at risk for a freaking 500 trip to thailand like that's crazy so that's what i'm saying like me personally my mind is going to i don't care because some people think they could really maybe finesse a trip out of a dude and some people know what game what time it is like they know like oh this dude is definitely gonna expect me to bust it, excuse me, to bust it open or whatever. Bust it wide. <laughs> Some people may feel like, yeah, a guy's gonna definitely expect me to bust it open, but at uh-huh. the end of the day, that's your prerogative. Like, you don't have to do that. But I'm, I'm saying like, you don't have to do that, and you could still go to the trip. But it's like you don't know what type of risk you're opening yourself up to. Which is true. That yeah. Is so true, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I wouldn't even take the risk of a guy that I don't know, like. I know I don't want to be there with, mm-hmm. and go there with them, and then know off top, like, know from before we even board the plane that I'm not giving him, like, I'm not busting it open open for him. And we get there, and then he finds that out. Like, he maybe thinks that he's doing it, and we haven't had that conversation, for yeah. example. Mm-hmm. And he maybe thinks I am, but I've already made up in my mind that that's not happening. And we get over there, and I don't. And we're already halfway across the country. So if he decides to, again, leave me stranded, put me in harm's way, or, you know, kill me or harm me or whatever... I'm all the way over there. Like, I, and I could have prevented this because by saying, like, oh, I didn't want to, like, I, yes, I wanted to go to this place, but I did not want to go with this person. Mm-hmm. And so, just did that right there. exactly. Yeah. But even if it was like, even if it was my, even if it was New Orleans or Atlanta or Miami or, he, or Dallas or whatever, like, I'm not going anywhere with somebody I don't want to go with. I don't care. Like, I could have been, I could have not taken a trip in like two years. I don't care. Like, I'm like, oh, this is, I don't, 
I don't know, but I'm not a finesser. I don't see people as a come up or a finesse or whatever. So I'm, I'm gonna be trying to do that. I'm like, if I can't do that on my own, I'm not gonna like sh- like suit myself to go with somebody I don't mm, want to go with. Ibu Kwanu. Oh brother. Che che che. Get your money, girl. What's up? No, no. <laughs> and again, this is not no. Sh- this is not shade at all. Like people have again. This is your prerogative. If you want to go with somebody that you don't really know or care about for trips. Or whatever. That's your thing. That's your thing. There's plenty of people that do that. Yeah, they gonna judge you. But all I know for sugar mama came out here and she was trying to like. Oh brother. First of all, we know you're not about that sugar mama life. How Let's you? just start there. Alright. Alright. <laughs> Let them know. So you don't so you acting like this podcast won't turn off. Alright, bet. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not gonna have to meet me face to face. <laughs> Huh? And she paying for these student loans. Student hey. loans is one thing, but taking international trips one on one with a person is a whole nother ball and game. Getting the bag. And getting the bag. No, it's not getting the bag huh? because they're not gonna give you the bag if you don't give it up. Well. Well, no. Mary Ann. No, tell the people your perspective on the issue. So if a guy flies you out, do. Okay, okay, okay. If a guy flies you out, right, on some mm-hmm. city boy shit. Mm-hmm. It's already expected. And See, if, if once you say yes or mm-hmm. whatever, in mm-hmm. the guy's mind, it's like, okay, bet. So even if you're living in Houston and they're only taking you to New Orleans, it's expected. It's not expected, then you No, guys, no, no, don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie. To New Orleans? Don't it, lie. Okay, it depends on the person, because some people, they're just really cool I feel and like, like really I feel like it's, I feel like it's probably still ex- expected, especially, even, okay. But I would no, put no, myself no. in a situation like that, though. That's kind of crazy. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, even if the guy was taking you from Houston to New Orleans, and for example, like he's he's footing all the costs, so food, drinks, hotel, everything, blah blah blah, everything. Like you're not paying for a single thing, right? Mm-hmm. He's still gonna expect it, but I feel like if you turn it down, you probably it probably won't be as big of a shock as if you know it'll probably be more digestible than you him taking you across the world to Bali or Thailand or some or Tokyo or something, and you being like, Nah, I'm good, fam. Mm-hmm. Like. It's, it's more digestible in like a local or you know. Okay, let me flip the script then. Oh brother. So let, let's say let's say like uh, a guy right takes out a girl to like Thailand, whatever, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. or whatever whatever trip, and she's over there like, oh I'm about to I'm about to fuck this nigga up, like I'm about to throw this ass on him. Oh god. And he's over here like, nah, you know I'm just trying to. You said if the girl takes to do the Thailand. No 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 no. The, the guy still takes the girl, uh-huh. right? But she's expecting, like, oh, like, she's about to throw this. Like, oh, yeah, like, she she like definitely she knows, wants like, to, yeah. yeah. But the guy is like, nah, 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 I'm just here to, like, make friends, blah, 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 blah. What's your perspective? So, I mean, the worst that she can do is be mad. Like, if she's not, if she's, especially if she's not putting the bill. Like, even if she was, she's, what's she going to do? Like, be, be like, oh, we going home. we going back or you going back or i'm good love enjoy you know like future style like that's i feel like women really don't have a physical dominance over men so it's not he's not gonna fear for his life or he's not gonna fear like that she's gonna put him in harm's way he may like like she came there still as a guest. It's just that she wanted to do something, and maybe he wasn't feeling it. Like maybe he just wanted to relax, have a chill time, or whatever. But to me, it's still the pendulum swings either way. Like nobody can be forced. Rega- yeah. Like again, even if the expectation was there, and even if you did want to go, like with the intention to smash this person, but you get there and you change your mind, you are well within your right. And that's true. That's yeah. definitely totally true. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it depends on the dude. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if the conversation wasn't held, like, oh, like, like, you know how 
people like, oh, yeah, I'm about to fuck you up. Yeah. Or whatever. And it's like, they don't agree, then okay, nah. Yeah. I wish that the worst case scenario was like, you get there and the dude would just be like, okay, I'm not going to mess with her no more. Like, after this. Like, after we go back, like, I'm losing her number. I feel like I wish that was the worst case scenario for stuff like that. But like I said, like, girl, women have to deal with so much these days. Like, you, if you are halfway across the country with some dude that you probably don't even know like that or just still getting to know, Mm -hmm. you don't know what he's capable of. So it's like, I feel like we're not, we don't have that luxury of taking those types of risks, you know? So at least I don't feel that way. Some, again, like I said, some people will still go, but I don't feel like I would be in, I don't know. I just kind of, I'm definitely flexing all over Instagram, all over Instagram. Oh brother. Oh brother. What? Until they find you in a ditch to go and harvest your your organs. Who gonna pop me? Anyway, exactly. let us know what you guys think. Because I know this is a topic that comes up like every couple of weeks, months, or whatever. Yeah. If a guy flies you out, are you obligated to stay with him in his house or and or have sex with him? That's but, another But you're not obligated. You're not obligated. Yeah, you're not you're never obligated. You, you you're never you obligated. Especially I mean, and this is another reason why like when we have these conversations, it's like always have your own bread. Like, yeah. just in case, because you never know, like, people can leave you stranded. And, again, stuff to me, stuff like that is the best-case scenario. Like, at least that's not your life that you're fighting for or putting yourself in harm's way. Like, the worst-case scenario, like, oh, you're not giving up the pee? All right, bet. Go home. Mm-hmm. Like, that to me, okay, bet. Like, and you know that you're never going to see that person again. But don't put yourself in a situation where you don't know this person like that and you're going to be in danger or whatever just because of, like, a miscommunication on what was expected out of you coming on the trip but also don't be naive like, yeah don't be don't naive know what you signing up for yeah don't be naive huh? we're going to dubai for free <laughs> oh, okay anyway let's get <laughs> i'm about to punch you for real no, and you're right here no you're nah, right here they, they listening <laughs> <laughs> okay the next question is oh excuse me how can someone maintain positive mental health when everything around them isn't working out Let me talk on that. Damn. Okay, so for me, I felt like there was one point in my life where, like, everything was falling. Like, Mm -hmm. school, work. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Everything was just falling. And I was like, damn. So for me, it's just, like, what I had to do, I had to go back to, like, what made me happy Mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of things. Um, What used to make me happy was, like, working out daily and on a consistent basis. So when I started working out, like, you know, you start to, like, get rid of, like, all those, like, stressors that Mm -hmm. you have Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And I I just started trying to find new things about myself, Mm -hmm. um, like, reading more, doing things more, like, you know, I'm trying to get into yoga, but Mm -hmm. I don't know where to go. I've been telling, you know what, don't even go there. (laughs) <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> but like, you know, just trying new things and like just learning new, new things about yourself mm-hmm. because I feel like moments like that is you're too comfortable with where you're at mm-hmm. and you're, what you're doing, obviously what you're doing is not working and you have to like switch up the routine mm-hmm. or something. So then you just learn more about yourself mm-hmm. doing that. And then that's pretty much how I got over it and yeah. overcame it. Okay. Um, well for me, it's kind of in the realm of the same thing um so I was the period in my life when things wasn't working out for me either and it was just so many things like you know I completely I quit my jobs like officially um and it was crazy because it was like the highest paying job I had had I had had thus far 
and I was just really tired. By the way, I was working in retail. I was a manager working in retail. So I was making some good money. I was taking care of myself. I never had to ask for any, you know, anybody for some help. Whatever I wanted to do, I could do it. And it was a really solid year because this kind of happened after I graduated undergrad back in 2017. So, you know, I was having a good year. And then that following year, it kind of crashed down. Like I had to quit my job. And then I was back in school um, and pretty much was like the brokest I had been in a minute like a while and you know things are just so many things are going on with me like my family my relationships like all kind of you know crazy stuff so how I kind of managed to stay afloat was um like Jasper said like I was working out I was working out consistently like I really found um I really found solace in the gym and just like the release that it gave me um, I kind of started venturing out, you know, if you follow me on social media, you know that I've kind of been on this wave lately where I've just been kind of venturing Girl, out. Been wild. I haven't been wild. Don't lie to the people. Jeez. Don't lie to the people. This ain't the cast. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been kind of venturing out on my own. Like I, I took my first solo trip this year and, um, you know, I've been doing like random stuff that I've always wanted to do. Like I went to the gun range. Um, I went to a painting class by myself. I've been going to like dinners or like lunches by myself, movies. Like I've been doing everything alone, you know, anything. I basically haven't been letting whether somebody goes with me or not hold me back from going anymore. Mm-hmm. So that was really empowering, but also another way that I kind of helped myself stay afloat and just decided to live still, even if, you know, stuff around me was crumbling. I just decided to kind of move forward with life and do things that made me happy, no matter how small. Again, reading, um, listening to music, watching The Office, you know, (laughs) (laughs) watching The Office. So to me, that's kind of the stuff. And also talking with friends. Talking with friends is like a really, really big one because my friends aren't just like friends I go to party with or just with or whatever. Like we all give each other like really solid advice. We're all very supportive of one another. So I look to them a lot, like, when I was, like, really freaking low. Um, you know, I mean, I won't list out everything they've done for me, but just know that I owe them a, a lot. Um, I know I owe them a, a whole lot. And, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's crazy. So, and, I mean, I've always had family in my corner, even regardless of whether I told them what was going on with me, which was told them what was going on with me or not. I still feel like, you know, if I did want to talk to them or whatever, I I had their support. So stuff like that really helps. Um, But, yeah, so if you're going through a tough time and everything around you is kind of falling, I'll definitely recommend the gym. You know, that, to me, that's felt, that's, you know, foolproof, a foolproof way to get into a better mood. Um, Mm -hmm. Surrounding yourself with positive people, surroundings. Mm, Praying. Praying. Oh, my gosh, totally forgot that one. Praying is a big one. Um, getting into a devotional, like if you're spiritual, religious, whatever, even if you want to read like affirmations to yourself to just get your mind right and make you feel empowered and feel like you, you know, can pull yourself out. That's just the main thing. Um, surrounding yourself with positive things. I recently deleted pretty much all the trap music in my phone just because I felt like it wasn't a vibe that I really wanted to, you know, continue on in my life. You know, I'll still listen to the bops or whatever. I'm not just like, oh, I'm cutting out all circular, secular music. <laughs> it's nothing like that. But, you know, trap music was just making me feel away, and I just kind of wanted to cut it out and just kind of leave more 
wholesome art <laughs> in my phone and to listen to whenever I did listen to music, even though I'm more into podcasts now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever your vice is, just make sure it's healthy. It could be anything. It could be painting. And also try new hobbies. Like, you never know what you're good at or find an interest in. I found painting to be super calming. You know, I went, and when I went to do the painting class, I was in a room full of people who all knew each other. I was pretty much the unfamiliar one. But, you know, I didn't, like, nobody really bothered me about it. Like, I was just kind of there to do my own thing. And it was super relaxing. Like, we were there for, like, an hour or hour and a half or whatever, just painting. And it was, like, a way for me to center my thoughts and center you know, what I was doing, like, into the brush strokes and, like, really kind of focus and just take my mind off of whatever was going on. So there's so many healthy avenues you can do. Don't always run to the club or to drinking or to smoking or to hanging out with those toxic people or listening to toxic music. Like, don't always run to that because even though, you know, it may go away for a little bit and you may forget about it and it feels like an escape for a little bit, it's going to rush right back and make probably even make you feel worse than the first time. So just try to find healthy outlets to cope and deal with things, and you'll be all right. So that is very true. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. So we got two more questions. So, haha. <laughs> <laughs> <This one>. So, <laughs> um, uh, I'm just gonna answer in order. It doesn't matter. So tips for people getting back into the dating scene after relationships. So, she. Um, <laughs> I would say like, I'd say don't force it, low key. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like just go out, explore, do your thing, be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't have to like force yourself to be in a, and like like looking for like a relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I just be out there like just chilling, like just trying to new. Uh, trying to learn new things about myself like going on trips like solo trips and all that stuff like it's it's kind of crazy but i mean in like a grand scheme of things it's more so just don't force it just have fun like learn more about yourself before you go and meet somebody else i'm not too sure like if you're battling something to where like you and your significant other broke up previously but you got to work on that before you take that baggage to the next person. So mm-hmm. it's like work on your baggages and make sure that you're good before you go and see somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just me. That's what I would have done. I would have just, like, been a pretty-ass nigga for a few months. Oh, brother. <laughs> God. But for me, um, there's not really a way that you can – like force your way into a dating scene because the Twitter streets be talking and everybody says the dating scene is trash, but I feel like everyone says the dating scene is trash, but there's still people out here getting engaged and married. So it's all about your approach. (laughs) It's all about your approach. And it's all about like, again, I totally agree with that. The fact that you should just kind of focus on yourself, be yourself. Don't try too hard. Um, You know, if you try too hard, you're going to only attract, other people who are even also trying too hard to get other people's attention. So you're just going to attract the bugaboos, the people that don't really have nothing to offer except for maybe, you know, sex or just, like, material things momentarily. City girls. City girls. City girls season over. Mm-hmm. Get over it. It's, it's city girl fall. <sighs> get over city it. City boy fall. <laughs> huh? 
Cuffin season don't start until uh, oh Valentine's Day. No, that's not even true. Cuffin season definitely starts in the wintertime. I think it's like October where they start, quote unquote, drafting. Oh, so, so it ends in by Valentine's Day. Probably. I mean, no, after, after. no, Valentine's Day is a probate. That's no, when people say, no, Valentine's Day is a probate. That's when they start releasing all the uh, secret relationships. Let's like it be ending by uh, spring break when everybody be going to Miami. Whatever. <laughs> no, anyway. But, yeah, it's just kind of focusing on yourself. And, um, I mean, going out more, I guess. You can, I guess you can't really find your soulmate if you're in the house all the time. So, just go out and kind of, like, just get to know yourself. Mm. Um, and don't say Jesus is my boyfriend. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! First off, people only say that on Twitter. I, hate I don't that think people thing say that so in real much, life, bro. Like it's crazy. <laughs> Jesus is my. It's boyfriend. the same thing when people say Jesus is my homeboy. Like have some respect. Nah, the the boyfriend one just gets me every time. Oh my God! Jesus is my boyfriend. You're you my yourself. <laughs> but yeah, just just keep it cool, play it cool, be yourself. You know, try new things. Um, have fun and have fun. All right, and our last question says, or asked, was asking on, is asking our thoughts, going on a date with your ex's not so close friend that is more like an associate. Hmm. Delete all that shit. <laughs> Delete all that shit. I ain't playing with you, Peggy. Oh my God. On, you are bro. insufferable. <laughs> what? What you mean? What do you like, oh. like your ex's like friends, close associate? No, 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 not close associate. No, 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 like your ex's, like basically associate. So somebody that hangs around your ex, like they cool, they probably dap each other up in person, but it's like they're not like friends or like best friends or like. But they know each other though, right? Yeah, probably you could probably even say homeboys, but they're not even they're not like. What you mean? You can't say they're homeboys and then... I okay, they're not homeboys then. But they, they see each other, they dap each other up, like they're cool. They cool. And okay, it's like... If it, if, okay, I can see if, if it's like that, but if it's like somebody's like best friend, mm-hmm. like your ex's, your ex's best friend... Well, no. That's, that's, to huh? me, that's, that's off foul. limits. That is foul. Not even off limits. That's foul. It's like, huh? Out of the billions of people that's on this world. See? And I'm sorry to... Just, and the thing is, I see... You're city nigga. Oh, bro. Oh. <laughs> y'all <laughs> I'm dead but I've been seeing this on Twitter and it's like people have opposing you know views on it cause they're just like oh if your friend dated your ex would you be mad and some people say no because that could be their soulmate and blah 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 blah, blah. but I'm just like there's so many people in the world personally like if it was me and my f- associate was like trying to date my ex or whatever, like somebody that I talk to, I say hi to in person, like a hug or whatever it was, you know, dating my ex or whatever like that, or was trying, like there was something going on. I mean, it's, I feel like it's natural to feel away. At the end of the day, it's like, what can you do? Yeah, you're going to feel some type of way. Regardless. Yeah, you're going to feel some type, like I feel, even if it was a stranger, you may feel some type of way, depending on the connection with that person. Mm-hmm. But if it was somebody that you know, it might sting a little different. And I'm not going to lie, depending on the severity, <laughs> depending on the severity, it might always be smoke with me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm just keep it real because. <laughs> hey, like it might always be smoke with me. Okay. It might always, no, I'm just saying because. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so, like, depending on, like, for example, your history with the person, I feel like that plays a, a lot to do with it. Because if you're talking with, to somebody for, like, two months versus, like, 10 years, you know, that's a big difference. So it's like somebody who's your associate will probably know who that person is and probably would know how it affects you. And somebody who, and it could be the same situation, but if it's two months, then it's like, okay, really? Or even four months, six months, whatever. So to me, there's a lot of factors that play into it. But if you listen or person that wrote the question personally are trying to date somebody who is your ex's associate, I mean, you can go for it. I would just try to carefully um, because, you know, you just never know a situation. Like, I would just kind of gauge the situation and see if, you know, it's a good amount of time. Like, some people actually don't even care. Like, because you're not somebody who has a loyalty to any one of them, I guess, anymore or to your ex anymore. Like, you don't have an obligation to that person. So, you can move however you want to move. But, I don't know. It just depends on you. It depends on your conscience. It depends on if you feel like it's the right thing to do. I'm assuming because you put in the question, you may not feel like it's the right thing to do. So, you know, you just kind of have to gauge that one on your own. But if it's just an associate, like, I don't think you have to get, like, permission or anything like that, like a permission slip or whatever. But Yeah, if we're saying it like that, then yeah. Yeah. Like, somebody who's, like, not, like, hella close mm-hmm. to the person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you... Hmm. If you was like best friends with the person, then yeah. Okay, it's like, all right, what's going on? You feel me? Yeah. But if it's like, oh, like you're in high school, mm-hmm. it was well, good, bro. Definitely not. There's no, there's or, no or, high school or, or whatever. But I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you know how like you just see somebody and you be like, oh, it's good, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. But I mean, I guess. But for me, it's always like it's strange because it's like, damn. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what was y'all's interest? <laughs> right, right. Or what or what not. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird or like that. But for me personally, I would never do something like that. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. but I kind of feel the same way. But I mean, to each his own. But some sometimes you just don't know who people know. And if you're saying it's an associate, like you're not, you haven't really clarified the relationship. So it could be anything. An associate can be somebody that they see just that functions and that they're cool with. Or associate could be somebody that they're you know they see regularly but just aren't like best friends with but they could just be friends with them so like I said before it kind of just depends on the relationship but kind of just assess that for yourself and tread carefully um but at the end of the day do what I mean your heart was your heart wants what it wants and if that person I'm assuming that person is pursuing you so if they don't see anything wrong with it what it do baby (laughs) (laughs) so that wraps up the questions this week you guys send any more that you have to chamomile conversations at gmail.com send it to my dm send it to the show's um twitter or dm or twitter messages if whatever you guys is most convenient um we're gonna be doing submissions again next week and every week so you know, the more questions you have, that's what we're going to answer. And, again, we're going to keep you guys' as anon- anonymity. Keep you guys anonymous. I'm just not, I'm not going to force it. We're going to keep you guys. I'm going to keep you guys anonymous unless you explicitly um, request otherwise. So, um, so the next in the segment is what I did for myself today. 
I'm not going to lie, you guys. I haven't really had much of a self-care week. Um, haven't been getting much sleep. Hmm, we thank God before this girl fries me. <laughs> I haven't gotten much sleep. I haven't gotten much exercise done this week. No, we worked out yesterday. Yeah, we worked out once, but I'm talking about like, I'm used to going regularly and so are you. So, you know, it wasn't a really great, it wasn't a this great. This was after a hiatus of like two or <laughs> okay. three Okay, so yes, I worked uh-huh. out. I worked out. That was That's my what I did for myself. We went to the gym and, and then next thing you know, it was boot camp. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, so. And another thing I did for myself so we, this week was have this uh, nice little margarita. Or I'm drinking wine now, so. This nice little glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> this, this nice little glass of wine. Taylor Port. Taylor Port. Plug That's another in. one. So, if y'all have had Taylor Port before, let us know. We've been on Taylor Port since, what, 20? Taylor Port since, like, shit. Uh, no, we because we both uh, yeah since twenty shit twenty seventeen yeah twenty seventeen yep best wine out there eighteen percent one glass you're already done it's your, and it's super cheap you guys yeah it's really really cheap so a liter is only ten dollars I ain't never Ooh. seen no wine like that with eighteen percent alcohol oh brother wow. but yeah anyways every it, day oh oh brother every day oh brother <laughs> if you guys try any of the drinks tonight let us know how you like it. Um, yeah, what did you do for yourself? You said nothing, huh? You didn't do anything for yourself this week? Nah, nothing crazy. Oh, you I, gave yourself a chop. That's something. Hey, you feel me? Saving money. Saving money. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't mm-hmm. do my, my little cucumber mask. Yeah. I've been dying to do that. Low mm-hmm, key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want your little, um, the little mister you was talking about. Face steamer, psycho. <laughs> on, on, your, on your last episode. Yeah, my face steamer. Plug me in. Where's the link? I can get it at. Oh, true. I'm going to get y'all <laughs> the, um, like I said, uh, I started using a face steamer last week and it's life changing, especially for like, I mean, again, self care is not just about, you know, external things or like physical things. It's definitely about, you know, your, internal work but you know for one of your self-care regimens a facial steamer is really lit so i'm gonna post a link where i got mine if you guys are interested it was only like 22 bucks i think and i had prime so it came in like two days probably less than that so yeah i'll leave the link for that below um yeah so the last thing you know we wrapping up the episode i told you guys with the self-care tip of the week so my self-care tip for this week is just to rid you, you know, since we talked about body dysmorphia earlier today, just to rid yourself of anything that makes you feel bad about yourself. So that could be people, that could be social media. You know, there's nothing wrong with unfollowing the accounts that make you feel some type of way, that make you feel bad about yourself. Um, I mean, even if it's your favorite Insta model, if, if a picture of that person triggers you into making you feel bad about yourself, delete that person or unfollow that person. Um, if somebody in real life makes you feel bad about yourself, delete that person. You know, don't talk to that person. You're well within your right to cut on, cut off anyone who makes you feel like you're less than or makes you feel like you're not um, who you think you are. So, yeah, that's my challenge for you guys for this week is just to anything that makes you feel bad about yourself, anything that is going to dwindle your confidence or um, – or affect how you feel internally, just cut it out. Just cut it out. You're going to feel better for it, you know, and at the end of the day, how somebody feels about the way you cut it, how somebody feels about you cutting them off or how somebody 
feels about you and following them has nothing to do with you. You're doing what you have to do for yourself. You don't owe anybody an explanation for that. So um, I would just take that. It's I know it's easier said than done, but at some point in life, you have to prioritize yourself, prioritize your happiness, prioritize you being more confident in yourself and believing in yourself more. So that's my self-care tip for the week. Um, so yeah, that was, this is self-care week. Let me got, oh, excuse me, you guys, <laughs> the wine is kicking in, but, <laughs> <laughs> but let me know how you guys are incorporating self-care this week. Let me know what you guys did for yourself this week for, or today. Um, any success stories with the self-care tips? Um, yeah, and just be easy on yourself. Just take yourself, you know, treat yourself gently. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with your mind. Be gentle with your body. You know, give it a lot. It it deserves a lot more credit than we give it. So just be, in general, just be gentle. Wow. Girls is fried. <laughs> I'm fried, but I mean every word, you guys. Be gentle with yourself. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank Young Juice the God. What'd he do? For blessing the episode. Let me got let me know what you guys think about his feature. If you want me back, let me know. Oh brother. <laughs> Tell the people where they can find you, Bozo. <laughs> Omocaro Clutch. On know, everything. O M O K A R O Clutch. Yeah, on everything. That's Twitter, IG, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So let me guys LinkedIn if you nasty. Oh listen, I'll cut your throat. <laughs> Like True. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, I mean, you didn't plug yourself properly. That's so. what I said. I said LinkedIn. If but they don't know your industry. I told you. I, oh, I, I do IT everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you know you got a little plug or whatever, it's cool over here. But, um, yeah. So, let me guys. Let me guys. <laughs> Take a breath. Breathe, stress, shake. Let, let it, it go. go. Breathe. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think about his feature. If you want him back, you know, by popular demand, we're going to do what the people want. But I appreciate you guys for tuning in once again. Hopefully this is a bomb episode for you guys and you guys were thoroughly entertained. Hopefully we can keep the conversation going around self-care, millennialhood, and dating and relationships. Um, hmm, we got to talk about growing up night job. Man. Period. That's part of it. Uh, first generation things. First generation plights. Yes, we're going to talk about that for sure. And watch Top Boy. You get me, fam. Watch Top Boy. Let us know what you think. Listen trying to get to the peas, Oh, my man. God. <laughs> trying to get to the peas, man. Listen to the pop culture recommendations. You got food? Oh, my God. You Let me food? finish my All outro right. before I punch you. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, follow me on Cassie Nigel on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Apple Music. It's King Cassie. The show's in, uh, the show's Twitter is Chamomile Combos, not Conversations. Chamomile Combos, as well as the email. If you have any submissions for um, questions, if you have any comments about the show, if you have anything to say at all, you know, directly to me, whatever. That's Chamomile Conversations at Gmail dot com. All this information will be in the show notes. And, yeah, so I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the week. God bless you guys. Thank you again for tuning in. Love and light to you all, and have a great week. Bye-bye.